Welcome to Living with Victory Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Corner Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. In a moment, Lorene and Tony Giorgio. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the Climbing Out of Despair. Hi, this is Tony Giorgio, host of Living with Victory, and we want to welcome you today to the broadcast of Hope and Encouragement. In the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about what it's been like through 2020 pandemics right into 2021. We really thank you for downloading and listening on our Podbean apps or the podcast in your app, and we appreciate that very much. And Laureen and I are going to continue to talk to you about climbing out of this despair that we're all in. We're not excluded, and you if you've listened the last few weeks, you know that we're right there with you, believe me. We're going forward and going to talk about some more of how to get out of this despair and what the tools are to use and some further stories about ourselves people we know, little of everything, to bring you to the point that, yeah, we're all in this, but there is an answer. And right now, I am going to turn it over to Laureen, who has the scriptures we're following, as we have been, and also some of the topics and commentary that she has. Laureen, hi, how are you? I'm fine, and I hope everyone out there is doing fine today. This is our third episode of How to Begin to Climb Out of Despair. And it's the same scripture because we need to get this way down deep inside of us so that when something does come along that throws us into despair and we're so confused, we don't know what to do, we understand that it's okay because Paul is explaining here in 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 10, We are hedged in and pressed on every side, troubled and oppressed in every way, but not cramped or crushed. We suffer embarrassments and are perplexed and unable to find a way out, but not driven to despair. Jesus is always with us. And we are here and we've been through the despair, so understand that. We have been pressed, cramped, and crushed. We are pursued, persecuted, and hard-driven, but not deserted to stand alone. We are never alone. We are struck down to the ground, but never struck out and destroyed. Right, sitting in a, in a hospital bed and looking for help. I found my help through Christ Jesus, who gave me the ideas of helping myself through that whole episode. So remember, we're not destroyed always carrying about in the body the liability and exposure to the same putting to death that the Lord Jesus suffered 
so that the resurrection life of Jesus also may be shown forth by and in our bodies. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in us to raise us out of our tribulations. This is how many of us miss the point. Jesus Christ, the living God, his Holy Spirit is within us. He was raised from the dead. That's not fiction, that's fact. And we seem to miss that point that we have a living God who lives in us and follows us and works with us. All we have to do is call upon him. He's there. His spirit's within us. And we missed out. And I did too. I know, laying in that bed, wow, you know, all I was looking for was the end and not anything, you know. But he's there for us, and you have to call on him because he did raise from the dead. He conquered death. So who else would you want to go to, right? Discouragement comes to all of us. Verse 16. Paul says, Therefore, we do not become discouraged, utterly spiritless, exhausted, and wearied out through fear. Though our outer man is progressively decaying and wasting away, yet our inner self is being progressively renewed day by day. Paul was 100% on the mark. Paul reminds us that though we may think we are at the end of our rope, we are never at the end of our hope. Our perishable body is subject to sin and suffering, but God never abandons us. And we know so many people, friends of ours, who were caught in the same situation, hospitalized with COVID and devastation and all of that. And yet, I'm sitting here talking to you, and and by rights, I guess I shouldn't be with all the diagnosis that I had and all the poison in my system and all. But we would stand that because God never abandons us. He's not the one, number one, that's doing this, okay? God is not putting us down and trying to crush us. Because Christ has won victory over death, we have eternal life. All our risks, humiliations, and trials are opportunities. I love that. They are opportunities for Christ to demonstrate his power and presence through us. And we have to remember that to look toward Christ and trials as an opportunity because we've had that and in this year and beyond the miracles that have occurred i mean we should have closed our doors a long time ago and we did not have to the miracles were so bountiful that i can't even explain it to you because they make no sense but god but god but but christ in us works with us and helps us along and, and we're trying to relay that message to you. Never be abandoned. Never feel abandoned because you have God. When you think abandonment, think, but God, but God, he's always with us. Now, how do you climb out of despair? Where do you begin when everything looks so dark and no answers are coming into your mind of what to do? These scriptures are telling you who to trust and who holds you up. And when you are so down, you can't see out of the hole you are in. There is an instruction book that God put out 2,000 years ago. It is called the Bible. The God who wrote this book cannot lie. You can be sure every word is true because he is truth. 
In this precious book are all the answers to life's questions. Paul was talking to the Corinthians there that were being persecuted for their faith. They weren't happy campers. Every time they turned around, they were being made fun of. They were being smacked around. They, they were being persecuted. And yet, he said, just stand tall. You're okay through him who has you, him who rose from the dead. This is the whole point of what was going on back then as it is now. They weren't having a great old time. It was like what we're going through today, loss of jobs, loss of family, you name it, pandemic, sickness, persecution in a lot of the world. Wherever you're listening, I know there's a lot of persecution going on with Christians. We understand that, but there is a way out and you have to stand tall. The first thing to do is get up. Now, I know these two words seem very simple, but when you are in such a darkness, it is difficult to even think of moving or wanting to get up or or even eat or anything like that. You're just so discouraged and down and everything looks dark and depressing. But we must take the first step towards Jesus and then he will meet us as soon as we do take that first step. And as I said, his instruction book, the Bible, if you don't have one to read, you can even use your iPhone and go to Bible.com or Bible Gateway. The King James Version is excellent to read. And just start reading the Bible and you will learn. It's amazing how much God loves you. There's something else here. You, you know, you say, well, I don't understand all of that. I'm, I'm not a preacher. I, don't, I didn't go to theology school. I didn't do this or that. That's fine because they make it today so understandable. I have a New King James Bible that is the Life Study Bible, I believe it's called. And it has a commentary in there that breaks down each scripture that you read, each book, and explains it for your life and how to apply it. And it's right there in the Bible. You can do it on an app, on the internet, you could find it, or you could purchase it. And I use that every day. It explains how it applies to today. And this is so important today because we missed it. We're not going to church because we can't. We were banned from going to church. We were isolated. We, we felt the whole world was falling apart. But if I didn't read that Bible every single day, and I still do in my devotionals, and pick out the word and study them, and you always get something out of it. Every time you read, you can read the same scripture three times, get three different points out of it, because it starts to sink in, and you realize it. And with the commentaries that are available by some pretty learned people who have studied it for you, and giving you the explanations that you can trust, then it makes it so much easier to understand that what happened 2,000 years ago has not changed in life throughout the ages. It's still the same today. There's sickness, there's persecution, there's politics, there's all kinds coming at us now. But that is your rock and your salvation, your tool. In God's Word, you will find information you need. His Word covers every situation that we face on this earth. Allow the scriptures to raise your faith to heights you can never imagine to attain. And the problem that you're in when you're having this faith and you're talking to Jesus and 
and telling him you need help and and that you want him to be a part of your life in the small and the big things and just help you walk through and show you, all of a sudden your faith starts to grow and you start to see things in a different light. Then you realize this is an opportunity. I'm going with Jesus. He's going to show me how to do this. And if you read Corinthians in verse 9, Paul's saying, we are pursued and hard driven, but not deserted. Well, when I'm laying in a sick bed and I have fever and I don't feel good and I can't get help and I can't express myself, I think of these verses because it makes me feel a lot better because he's saying, but you're not deserted. I, I was all by myself, nobody by my side, things were crazy. But I knew in my mind that Jesus was with me, that Paul was right. And I felt better. You're standing alone. We're never alone. If we're Christians and we have that faith and we've been saved, that spirit of the risen Christ is in us. No matter what, I know people right now, they had to give up everything. The husband got cancer in the middle of this whole thing, not COVID, but really fighting it, having to move out of town to get treatment in the middle of it all, sell a house, get rid of belongings. Man, that's crushing. That's a crushing blow. But God blessed them. They keep the faith. They proclaim Jesus as their Savior, their Lord, and their healer. The Bible, God's Word, tells us how to go about getting close to him and what to do, the instruction booklet. Start a relationship with him. Receive Jesus into your heart. Repent from your sins, telling him you want to walk with him from now on. How to trust him. He will tell you how to trust him and increase your faith. Who God is, that he is love and he gives grace and mercy to those who ask for it. His word shows us how to trust and what God expects and how he rewards us when we adhere to his word. It's not very complicated. If you believe in him, talk to him. Talking to him, just like you're talking to your neighbor, to your children, to your friend. He is a friend. He's a living God, a living being that will hear you. That's prayer. That boils all down to prayer. You you don't have to have a recited prayer. The rule is talk to him, and talking to God is praying. Being as down as I was with all that was going on, and they're telling me my liver might have been affected and all of that, and the people that I've been in contact with in this whole mess in the last year and a half who have had worse than I did, they all talk to God in just a friendly way, a common way, a, a simple way. No recited prayers. Fine if you want to do that, but don't be afraid to talk to him. That's what we're saying. And don't misunderstand. Jesus had put his spirit. He left his spirit. And when we were born, we were born of him. We are in the image and likeness of it. His spirit is in us. What you've got to do is light the fire. It's just like if you have a fireplace you want to keep warm, you have to light that thing. You have to turn it on. Turn him on to you. You'll feel better. It's not easy but you'll feel better. Jesus never promised us a rose garden. He said there was persecution. They crucified him in the worst possible manner of death. What did he do? He spread love. He didn't spread hate, and he got persecuted. So who are we? His word speaks to relationships because the first relationship is with him. When you get your relationship right with him, other relationships will fall into place. 
Your marriage can heal. Money matters. You have questions. Read the Bible. He speaks to that. How to control your finances. Healing in your body. The list goes on and on because the bottom line is that he wants to come into your heart and help you to walk out your salvation. I challenge you because I wasn't a Bible thumper, you might call, you know, to to put it that way. And I read the Bible faithfully for many years now, I find out one thing, that page after page after page, I see that there is no difference in 2,000 years ago in the walk of Christians and today in marriages, in finances. As a matter of fact, if you get yourself a Bible or an app and a good commentary, and they're out there, there's plenty of them, you won't have any trouble. You've got every tool but you have to understand, you know, money managers say, oh, yeah, it's in there. And it's a mindset. If you're going to think, I'm no good, I'm no good, I'm no good, I'm desperate, I'm hurt, I'm down, I'm finished, you know, garbage in, garbage out. <laughs> no, don't do that to yourself. We have had the best year that we could imagine, and we couldn't explain to you how it all happened but God. It, it's a God thing. Believe me, this ministry should have been stamped out and gone two months into it and we're here to tell you we're in better shape today than we've ever been yeah i'm sick she hasn't been feeling good we're just like you he pulled us out and we're on the road back we're getting up and we're moving no matter what i don't feel good i still have issues but we're telling you we are alive and well and we're walking through this cloud of misery that we think we're around. We had the sun shining every day. He wants to walk with you every moment and help you with the small problem as well as the big problem. That's what a personal God he really is. And he just wants to be a part of your life. With him, there is no despair because he said all things are possible with him. We could go on and on because the Bible covers everything, everything we face. Right? Yeah. But remember, Satan is the one who wants to keep us in despair because he knows that God has something better for us. If we never get up and walk towards Jesus, we will never know the blessings we are missing. We have good friends of ours just to touch on this because we're going to do a program on these two people, Tommy and Joyce Chinook, in the coming weeks. I love them. He was at death's door with COVID. I mean, in serious shape. He was a high-risk person who got it, and yet he avoided everything that they were going to do to him because he was getting better by the moment, and on his lips was, I trust in God. He is my healer. Jesus is my Lord. So understand, it works. It really does. And I'm sitting here to tell you, we will be coming back next week and we'll carry this a little bit further. But understand the answer here is please read your Bible and don't read it in fear. If you have any questions about this message, please write us and let us know. You can email us at livingwithvictory at gmail.com.
or if you have a situation you need prayer for, let us know so we can pray with you and you will feel that we are here to help you. So let us know. And remember, we're here because we want you to know that there is an answer. I know life is so different right now for all of us, all of us, but there is hope. He's there. We're trying to tell you, get to reading your wording. Don't be dismayed. Don't listen to everything and everybody. Listen to your Lord. He's written the scripts up so that you can follow them very easily. The tool is in your Bible, folks. We'll pick this up next week. We'll give you some amazing stories of outcomes between ourselves and people we know. Remember, get out of that hole. Get up. Climb out of that despair, no matter what's going on right now. And we'll see you next week and share the program, would you? This is Tony. And Laureen. Hey, Jesus is your umbrella. See you next time. God bless you. You can become a Living with Victory Ministries patron with a monthly donation of $5 or more. Simply go to livingwithvictory.podbean.com. That's livingwithvictory.podbean.com and click on the PayPal button. Thanks for listening. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening.